fucked up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. And I was gonna start this podcast off on a happy note. But I come home, I get on the internet, and I discover that Mr. Stanley has passed away. That is tragic. My heart goes out to his family. Rest in peace, Stan the man. Oh, man. The godfather of comic books. What a fucking life, right? What a life that that man lived. I admire somebody who just does the thing they want to do, whatever that passion, whatever that joy they find in their life, and they stick with it their whole life. Because, you know, I know for myself, I I have a problem sticking with anything for too long. (laughs) It's just like I lose interest in certain things, you know. I've never been like, yep, this is the one thing that I can do forever and be content with it, you know. I'm more or less like, you know, jobs, anything like that. I'm like, ah, I'm done. Like, I could never see myself in a career. But then again, you know, I don't know. That's a man who did what he wanted to do, built a fucking empire, and gave us Marvel. I mean, I bet he didn't even, when he first started that, I bet he didn't even dream it was going to be like this. You know, fucking blockbuster movies for over a decade, the, you know, uh, people dressing up as characters, like thinking they're characters, cosplay, tons of shows, uh, tributes, so many spinoff things from these comic books, cartoons, TV shows, inspirations to other creative people. I tell you, when I was a kid, man, I loved... You know, X-Men was my favorite thing from Marvel. The animated series from the 90s, if you grew up, then you know what I'm talking about. If you're a dude, everybody loved that cartoon. It was actually one of the biggest Saturday morning cartoons on Fox. You know, it actually got really high ratings for being a cartoon. Because it wasn't only just a cartoon, it told stories, you know. And it did it pretty well for the time. And... You know, that's how I got into all the superhero shit back then. That's what my introduction was. Without that cartoon, I don't know if I would have ever picked up a comic book or been interested in other characters. I mean, other than Batman. I mean, when Batman came out in 89 with Michael Keaton, I remember I really wanted to see Batman. I didn't really know, though, at the time, because I was in kindergarten when that movie came out, that it was a fucking comic book or anything. It just looked cool. And I remember seeing it on VHS tape, Batman, and I got it. Or I didn't get it. I asked my mom to buy it for me. I was like, Ma, can we get this? And then I remember watching. I still got that VHS tape, by the way. Original VHS Batman from 89. So how fucking cool is that? Um, I didn't even know it was a comic book. And then, you know, a few years later, they come out with Marvel X-Men, the animated series. And then that I'm like, oh, man, this is a whole world. And it made me... As a kid, I used to write short stories because I was reading Goosebumps. Like, I had an imagination when I was a kid. Thank God for superhero stuff because it gave me an imagination. It gave me imagination to write stuff, create worlds, you know, and escape the reality that is. 
Because sometimes reality sucks. <laughs> yeah, they made a movie about that called Reality Bites. Because sometimes real life at that exact moment does suck. And that's why we create these fantasy worlds. And God, here we are decades later and we got the internet. We got all kinds of fucking worlds and stupid shit. Um, but anyway, Stan Lee, man, what a fucking legend. What a man. I, I wish I could have met him. I regret not meeting him several years back at Wizard World Comic Con when I had an opportunity to, like, buy one of those meet-and-greet tickets, and I'm kicking myself in the ass for it now because I should have. It would have been cool just to, like, you know, shake his hand, maybe get a picture, and just, you know, just have that one brief connection. Be like, dude, thank you for inspiring me to have a fucking brain and think for myself and have imagination and write stories and, you know, lean myself away from the, quote, normal way of living, which is get a job and have a 401k and don't you want all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you just start doing what you really like to do and that eventually turns into your job and you can make fucking an empire like he did. That's what Marvel is, man. It's an empire. A fucking empire. Now, granted, he doesn't like, you know, it's what, Marvel's a publicly owned, well, it's owned by Disney, but Disney's publicly owned, is it not? Or am I wrong about that? I think it's owned, I don't know, I don't know anything about stock markets and shit. I'm actually ignorant when it comes to that sort of thing. I may know a little bit about a lot of things, but that's something I'm not very aware of. But give me a half a day of research and I'll figure it out. <clears throat> so, rest in peace, Stanley. Uh, hmm. I was going to say what a good week it's been. <laughs> uh, I was a little tired from work, a little bit irritated, so I felt like doing a podcast, plus it's been over a week. It's supposed to be on Wednesday, but what the fuck not? It's Monday, who cares? Let's hit it. Uh, tragic. It's a tragic loss. Tragic. So, yeah, it kind of caught me off guard. I forget what the fuck else I was going to talk about. Uh, oh, well, good news, um had a fun fun little day the other day uh went to see comedian bill burr in chicago with the lady and uh that was fucking great uh i've had the, i had those tickets for like eight months and uh i got some good you know good middle seats not too far from the stage great show bill burr's hilarious and this was some of his better this is better than his last uh, special for sure. Like the bits he's got going on there, he doesn't he doesn't hold back with a lot of people. It was funny. Oh, excuse me. Me and the lady were dying laughing. It was at the Chicago Theater, which if you're from Chicago or ever been, you know the Chicago Theater. It's a beautiful theater. Uh, a lot of history there. Nice to got the Chicago marquee on the side, which is just you see it, you know where you're at. And uh, being in the city's fun, you know. But I also noticed, like, I just still can't fathom how many people are so fucking just into their soul suckers, their cell phones, man. It's just, I saw tons of couples sitting there before the show next to each other, both on their phones doing God knows what. I saw one couple, me and my, me and my girlfriend were making fun of them. Like, look, look at these motherfuckers. They're, like, they're they're together, obviously. And they they were on there 
solid 20 minutes straight without looking at each other. Because we kept glancing back, and they had their faces just buried in their fucking phone. I'm like, what the fuck? Does anybody realize that, like, actual face-to-face eye contact, physical contact with people is still the way to go as human beings? I mean, are we that quick to just download our brains into a fucking machine and go, yeah, just take my brain, take everything that makes me me and throw it in this machine so I don't have to feel anything? Life's not that fucking bad, folks. I used to think it was, but you know what? It's actually got a lot of good things if you focus on those positive, awesome things in life, man. Yeah, there's tragedy, there's shit, there's a lot of nonsense out there, but there's so much good stuff. You have to see the good stuff for what it is and not always point out the bad. You know, it's amazing. Like, you can do... I don't know. I think somebody posted something I saw that was fascinating on uh, on Facebook. It was this, like... It was all these math problems that a teacher posted and the first one was wrong and then you were, like, teaching to a class and all the students apparently pointed out the wrong answer, which was obvious, but... The other ones were right, and the point of that exercise was like, we always have a tendency to point out the one thing people do wrong or are doing wrong, but forget about the nine, ten, dozen other things that they're actually doing right. So here's a challenge to you folks out there. If you're fucking miserable in your life, focus on some of the things you're doing right. And if you're pissed off at someone else, focus on the things they do right, not what they do wrong. It's too goddamn easy To point out negative shit. If I wanted to, I could tear every motherfucker down in this world. If I just by peeling apart what the fuck they're doing wrong, like that's obvious. It's real obvious what people are doing wrong, you know. But try doing, try pointing out what's right. Hey, uh, you know, you're doing a good job here. You know, keep it up. That little bit of positive reinforcement, trust me, goes a long way, folks. Just a little bit. You can do it everywhere. At work. At home relationships, fuck it, just strangers on the street. It's all up to you. Or not, you can be an asshole, fuck it, whatever. (laughs) Be an asshole, whatever. No one's gonna want to be around you and your uh, initial quality of social circle is gonna be just you by yourself and if that's what you want, hey, go ahead, go for it. To each his own, right? But, uh, yeah, it's, oh man, So back to the comedy show, it was great. (laughs) Uh, Bill Burr's hilarious, man. He made a lot of funny points. There's there's some good bits in there that I'm sure when his next special comes out on Netflix will be out there. And uh, it's just great. You know, he's making fun of the election because it was a couple days after the fucking midterm election, you know, that everybody exaggerates about. You know, folks, if you can't tell that all that shit in the news is just a lot of nonsense and exaggerated bullshit then either you're dumber than I thought you were or you just you really can't think for yourself and you should probably stop breeding and do the world a favor because it's it's obvious like when you just watch these news organizations and how they edit stuff how bullshit it is to take just a clip of something and give it to you I encourage you folks to start getting into longer formatted stuff 
Remember when talk radio I used to think was ridiculous when my parents, my dad would always listen to talk radio? Now I realize how amazing it is when I'm the one listening to fucking three hour long podcasts all the time with people talking about shit, like actually expanding on ideas and finding solutions and how we can move forward in this world. Yeah, talk radio or now, which is now podcasting, I, I recommend people listen to podcasts. Get some information from there. Stop watching these five-second news clips or reacting to fucking news articles because I'm just getting fed up with it. I'm getting fed up to the point with it at the at, at, at any given time somebody wants to argue with me about it. It's like, okay, argue with me about it. I'm going to shoot you down. Oh, right after that election, I saw a fucking... I went, I don't, I'm not on Twitter much, but I went to Twitter and I saw after... No, I wasn't after the election. It was after that fucking shooting. The, no, another mass shooting that we had. And immediately, everybody's like, the hashtag on Twitter was gun control now. And I'm just like, Jesus, how fucking dumb are you people? You're all the people who won who don't own a gun and just want to give up every single freedom that you ever have just so you can have your fucking iPhone and your soul sucker and, you know, get yourself massaged every weekend at the old spa because you care about your habitat. But in reality, you're becoming a slave to the world. Slave to the new world order, folks. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I went to Twitter, and I'm on the gun control now fucking thing reading these tweets. And there are just some uninformed, uneducated, just goddamn dumb motherfuckers out there. That really don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I don't believe in censoring people, but, you know, if you're stupid, you shouldn't be on the internet. <laughs> it was so much easier to control dumb people when there wasn't the internet, and they were like, nah, everybody can do it, go ahead, say what you want, freedom. Oh, these people, man. I, I read this one lady's tweet, and I went to go reply, but she had this blocked messaging shit on there. It was pissed me off, because what I wrote was great. It was the dumbest shit. She wrote something about... How many lives do we have to lose because some white men back in the 18th century wrote something down on paper? Something to that extent, right? And she was a white woman. And I was like, you fucking idiot. And I wrote down this really clever response back going, those white men put into place a system that because they were tired of people telling them and taxing them, and this, this, that, and the other thing from the British Empire, and they broke away going, you know what, fuck this, we're going to try something different. And in order for corruption and tyranny not to take hold, they put in place these certain sets of amendments and guidelines and shit to make sure when they were dead and gone that a crazy fucking person can't come in there and just be like, you know what, I can do this better, my world now, and fuck all your shit. And then, you know make the country shit. Like, the Second Amendment's not going away. Right to bear arms was because if somebody got into power, folks, if somebody got into power and they were, like, starting to become tyrannical, we can be like, yeah, fuck you, we're going to take the government back and we're going to get shit back in order. Because it's got to be a balanced order. But you don't know that. You probably haven't taken a fucking history class since high school. And even then, you probably were a D student, so... You probably just barely passed. Oh, God. And you know what? 
you know, if I if I call myself out on my own bullshit, you know, I, I wasn't as tuned into like American history and shit like that until the last couple years when everything started becoming political. Everything. Everything. And everything needed to be diverse and everything needed to have a woman's perspective and everything in this. And it's like, no, man. Some shit's just for dudes. Some shit's just for women. And that's what it is. Accept it. <clears throat> and your life would be much more serene and manageable. <laughs> but no, we can't accept that. And by accept that, I mean crazy-ass women. Because I have a feeling it's not men, sane men, that are causing this. It, it's crazy-ass women. And that's I know it's a kind of a broad statement. But I don't see anybody else complaining. You know, Women's March. Uh, all these other people holding up signs except for faggoty men. Or if you don't even want to call them men. Beating the soy. Oh, sorry. I'm so tired. I'm kind of in a mood. Anyway, it just pissed me off that immediately after another fucking shooting of something that probably is something that isn't something that people aren't surprised for, keep people calling for gun control. Like, what fucking gun control are you idiots talking about? Most states have pretty strict-ass gun laws. And the states where it keeps happening have the strictest gun laws, you pieces of fucking shit. So why don't you just come out and say it? You want them to take guns away, but guess what? That ain't gonna happen, so lick your wounds and deal with it. Is it tragic that people get shot? Yes. More people die every day in a fucking car accident, okay? <clears throat> there was a fucking article about that, you know, a couple weeks ago with that limousine fucking died, all the, that wedding party that died. What about that? There was more people in the wedding party that died in that fucking limousine that careened off the road than a fucking shooting tragedy. That's a tragedy. But since it was caused by somebody, we have to take away stuff. How about this, folks? I'm not saying you gotta sit here and like this stuff. I'm saying tragedy sucks, and it happens, you know? But stop trying to take away other people's fun and what they want to do in their lives. As long as you, you know, guns are tools. And if this world went to hell, you would need a gun because you wouldn't know how to get food. The grocery stores would be picked clean in a matter of hours. Your fucking ass would run out of food in just a couple days. And you would starve to death. And that would be on you because you don't know how to fend for yourself without going to the grocery store. And I think that's the... I think (laughs) that's why these fucking... You know, I think I want to move to places like Texas. Where people live in communities and take care of each other and actually uh, know how to fend for themselves with or without modern technology. You know? I, I know my uncle. Uh, he can fucking hunt. He can go find, hunt anything. He's prepared. If the world went to shit tomorrow, I'd go call my uncle. Be the first person I call. He knows how to get shit done. Probably be able to find food. We'd be all right. Would you? Nope. I guarantee 85%, maybe not, even more than that. It's probably being generous. I'd say 90% of the world's dead. The other 10% are probably because they're either indigenous people who already know how to live off the land and don't need all the grocery stores and modern technology, or people in America and other places, Western worlds, that actually know how to hunt, get food, grow food, take care of food, and all that stuff. Because you forget. That's what life used to be. And if you think this wonderful world of technology is going to last forever, good luck. <laughs> Because I have a feeling in my lifetime, man, it, it's not looking good. 
it's not looking good. But in the meantime, right now everything's fine. Yeah, I you know I'll use this computer to get you know say what I have to say, use my little soul sucker to call people, text people. But you know, I I know what's important: family, good quality relationships, not quantity, and that's it. So, uh, but I'm gonna say again, man, people, we live in an age where information's available. Do some stop being ignorant. Stop just going off of your emotional reactions to things and start digging into something and find some answers and stop trying to tell other people how to live. <laughs> you need to worry about how you're going to live. And I tell you, man, uh, gun control, oh, that pisses me off. Because <sighs> you're ignorant. You don't know anything about guns, so you're scared. So you just want to say, yeah, take the guns away, so that way nobody's ever going to get hurt. I'm like, oh, no one's ever going to get stabbed or ran over by a car or fall down a flight of stairs. Yeah, that shit's going to happen. Just because a fucking dozen people die doesn't mean that's that. You know, thousands of people are dying every day. You just don't hear about it. So stop pretending like something needs to be done and stop pretending like you're some righteous motherfucker who's going to change the world because you put up a tweet on Twitter and it got some retweets and you think you're speaking for humanity. When you're not, you're speaking for yourself and yourself is a shallow fucking human being that probably doesn't even need to exist. <laughs> Damn. Woo, I'm cold today. You can tell I'm fucking, I'm tired, you know. And when I'm tired, I don't care about the world. I lose a little bit of like, eh, we did it to ourselves kind of thing. Yeah, if the world was to go up in flames tomorrow, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, the way things are going. But I don't give up because I think you got to fight that evil, man. You can fight this nonsense about having there be 800 pronouns. You can let the crazies have their minute. But once you realize it's crazy and you don't need to tolerate this shit, because see, nobody, no, nobody, I've realized the older I get, nobody cares as long as it's not affecting their life directly. But the minute it affects your life directly, oh, you give a fuck. You give a fuck then. Yeah. But it has to affect you directly. You know, like, all the shit you read in the headlines of the news and stuff doesn't really affect you directly. The only things that affect affect all of us directly is you got to watch what they're passing for legislation. You know, new laws and shit like that. That's the shit you got to watch close. Not the bullshit they say on the CNN and... All these other dumb fucking organizations that are just lying through their teeth and have been for fucking decades and just trying to control and you know manipulate your minds for you fucking herd of lemmings out there that can't think on your own. And the few of us that have broken away are the ones getting chastised by the rest of the world calling us crazy. All right. Well, we'll see about that. The crazies are trying to get into power right now, man. If they get into power, it's over for everybody. The crazies and us. You got to understand there's a bigger thing than you out there. Because we all occupy this planet. And it's not about race. It's not about gender. It's not about your sexual orientation, folks. It's much bigger than that. <laughs> dig into your souls. Dig deep and think about it, okay? You know what I'm talking about. You can feel it. Think for yourselves, do some research, educate yourselves, folks, prepare for the worst. But right now, hey, 
Enjoy life, man. I'm sure you got a family. Maybe you're in a loving relationship. Enjoy that shit. Enjoy that shit. Don't take shit, though. If something ain't fucking right and you're miserable, get the fuck out. Go do something else. Try something different. Live your life to the fullest amount of happiness that you can live your life. Like fucking Stan Lee did. Stan Lee, you just tell that man lived his life. Yeah, I'm sure he made his mistakes and shit in 95 fucking years. I'm sure that man's got stories for days that we don't even know about. You know, I wasn't in his life. I'm sure he had ups and downs, twists and turns, all kinds of shit. But I could tell you, the energy that man gave off was the energy of a man who didn't bullshit. (laughs) Who lived his life the way he wanted to, honestly, you know. And he probably died a happy-ass man. I don't think he died miserable. So, my suggestion to all you folks is to try and live your life best for you. So, if something's wrong, change it. You want better choices today equal better results tomorrow, man. (laughs) Balance out your life. Do it. Don't know how? Start asking other people how they are. Look to the people that look like they have something you want and go, I want to know how you got that. Tell me how. Give me some points, suggestions, something, man. Because if you stick with a small group of quality of people, you can really turn your life around instead of always looking for like a million different answers from a million different people. The answers are really simple and they're actually very few. Love onto others, man. Love yourself. <clears throat> you know, help others out. It's really the answer to it all. It's not like, oh, how many likes can you get on Facebook? How many this followers you have on Instagram? How much money do you got in the bank? It's really not about that. It's really about your character and as a person and how you act as a human being. Don't believe me? Well, ask yourself that question. Always turn everything into your own life. And if you can't, you're fucking, you're plugged in the matrix. You already don't even exist. Just keep on your soul sucker. Like all the people I watched at the theater. Just fucking people who pay good money to go see a comedian and are sitting there dicking the fuck around on their phones. Especially when they're on like a date. Though we got lucky and sat next to this other nice couple. They were awesome. We had end seats, right? And the guy, we were sitting there waiting for the show to come up and the guy actually went behind us and then hopped over the seat to get into his before his woman got there. And he's like, you guys seem comfortable. You know, I didn't want to make you get up. And he, he, you know, we had to get up anyway because other people eventually came. But that fucking guy thought enough of us to be courteous and go, you know what? I'll hop over there. They seem comfy. That's fucking considerate for your other man. That right there is being a good person. If you want to know, like, a plain definition of what a good person is, what that guy did by hopping over the, the seats to make us not stand up, that little small act, which seems like it's fucking nothing, that, my friend, I'll sit next to that person and his woman any day of the week. I would do something for them if they asked me if they were my neighbors. That kind of fucking shit is what needs to happen more. And they were great. We we exchanged words because he did it a second time. <laughs> and his his wife or girlfriend or whatever she was was like, You're not this courteous at home. And I laughed. We were all laughing about it. She made a funny joke. See, making some, you know. Funny little exchange with some random strangers because you got to make the best of what's around you, you know. It was it was funny to me, but you know that small act of that guy doing that just showed me that he was being considerate of other people. 
And that's a hard thing to do is be considerate of other people sometimes, especially me, because I say whatever the fuck I want. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. I don't care. <clears throat> I make really good points. <laughs> I make really good points and I argue good points. And if you want to argue my points, I am all for it. Maybe I can learn something from you and hopefully you learn something from me. But the people that don't want to just say I'm stupid and shut down and have no point to argue with me, you're, you're a problem. You need to look at yourself and obviously you, you need to do some work because if you got nothing, then it means whatever I'm saying is ringing some bells in your head, which means it's obviously, you know, that's good. That's telling you something's wrong with you. <laughs> How the fuck does that work? I don't know, but I know what I'm talking about today, people. We're going to eat some M&M's. Woo! All right. I'm fucking crazy today. God damn it. I'm going to get out of here. Rest in peace, Stan Lee, you crazy son of a bitch. You lived a good life, my friend. I wish I would have met you. But you know what? I feel like I've known you. You gave me a great childhood. And I, you touched lives like no one else. So good for you, Stan. Rest in peace. <sighs> Sympathies to his family and friends. And uh, just love, man. Love on the people. Because when shit hits the fan... You know, your iPod or cell phone's not going to save your ass. Just saying. All right. Follow me on all the little social media sites, guys, and I will talk to you later. Well, I don't know why I sounded like Kermit the Frog. I have a tendency to do his voice, but... Mm. Oh, well. Thanks, guys. Me and Miss Piggy are having a fight, but we're good today. Yay! <laughs> later. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines.